People don't really get that about me very often because I'm outgoing, I'm social, I go do the things, but then I crash hard and I need my recharge time. And to the word calm on the front of this, one of the earlier conversations I had with Jeremy when we were being vulnerable was the first time I told him that I'm really, really anxious, like off the charts anxious. And he was like, what? I would have never thought that. You look like a really calm dude. But in my head is the Tasmanian devil. And it is spinning and spinning. And whenever it stops, if you've ever seen the, the cartoon, like whenever he stops to say something, it's intelligent. You can't understand it. Like it's just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. And then he spins off and that's what it feels like <laughs> in my head. So, you know, but people don't see that. They see this calm, confident, semi put together person on the outside. My name is Ashanti and welcome to the Taking Off the Mass podcast, where men get real. Men of all ages and backgrounds come to this space to talk about the masks we feel forced to wear. When we talk about the mask, we're talking about the front of the mask or the things that we gladly let the world see. The things that we talk a lot about, we spend a lot of time letting people know about. And the back of the mask are things that we probably are more silent about. We don't talk much about. Maybe think about yourself, like what are the things that you are sharing a lot with the world? And what are those things that you're not talking much about? Today, sharing their mask is Jeremy and Zach. And these are two friends. These are the hosts of the Fit Mess podcast. They came together as our only our second guests that are a pair. They have this amazing podcast where they talk to men about masks, about the fit mess, fitness, and the mess that goes along with now becoming more fit and healthy, but all the things that get in the way of our being our best selves. I'm trying to like make this intro as if um, it's a normal intro, but let me just tell you a little bit of behind the scenes. I always try and be as clear about kind of what's happening behind the scenes. And I was stuttering through some words, trying to find out how to intro Jeremy and Zach. Zach in this conversation talks about this idea of Sometime in his mind, he feels like this idea of the Tasmanian devil and like what's happening behind the scenes. No one sees it on the outside because he has a good mask, but he is behind the scenes. He's like feeling like he's like spinning out of control. And as I was doing this intro, I was starting the intro. I was feeling that because less than five minutes ago, maybe even like three minutes ago, my computer in the middle of getting ready for this intro shut down. So 40 minutes, I'm looking at this little bar moving, creeping, little apple on the screen. And it kept resetting and resetting. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And all the things I could think about was, when was the last time I backed up the computer? When was the last time I backed up the computer? And in my mind, I'm spinning like, what if, what if, what if? And I don't know if you've ever had a, took a story to its fatal end <laughs> and made up all kinds of madness about what is going to happen at the end of that story. And then come back to realize you had just made it all up. I did. Like I had made up a total tragedy about driving to the Apple store, standing there with my cables in my hand, talking to the people, begging them to help me. Like I, I felt all of that energy happening 
in literally the last 45 minutes. So as I start this intro, I am telling you that when I talk about these masks, we get good at them. I was going to just push through it and not mention it, but I thought as I kept having to make retakes and retakes of this intro that I better be clear about for with my own self about what I'm experiencing, about the feeling of worry and stress that is kind of begun getting stored up. And yet I haven't yet fully deactivated all that energy out of my system yet. I probably need to go out for a, a nice yell or a stretch or a, a something. But what do you do when you get worked up? Do you take it out on others? Do you take it out on yourself? Do you try and ignore it and you wait and you store it up and you store it up and you store it up until you end up like the Tasmanian devil where you're making a mess everywhere you go? And then when you try and explain how you made the mess, you can't even find the words. Your words are coming out like the gibberish that you hear when the Taz has finished his, his rant. Is whatever that sound is. Like, have you ever experienced that? I see it happening a lot of time when the young people we work with, you ask them a question and they're, they don't, they, they're trying to find an answer. They're trying to find an answer because they're not connected to their heart right in that moment. They're not connected to their mind in that moment. They're just kind of all over the place. And I'm like, hey, just slow down. Just slow down. Nothing to say right now. And so in this conversation, I hope you hear these two friends come together in this opportunity to make this mask together. I hope you have found a space where you can go make your own mask. And if you have anybody in your life you care about, maybe you will invite them to make a mask too. And then maybe in those conversations, you can say, hey, can I tell you about what I wrote on my mask? Maybe as you begin to share a little bit more with them, they'll begin to share a little more with you. And maybe a deeper connection can be made right there. That's what I hope for you. That's a hope for so many people right now on this planet. We're experiencing so much words of hate and harm and sadness. And I'm committed to trying to continue to make this world a better place one mask at a time so please enjoy these masks today from jeremy and zach the hosts of the fit mess podcast and thank you for being a part of the journey with us if you haven't yet made a mask you can do that at millionmask.org please don't keep it to yourself please share it with someone as long as you care about them talk to you soon folks see you next time bye now Welcome to the Taking Off the Mess podcast, Jeremy and Zach. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you so yeah. much for having us. Thanks for well, having us. Well, listen, um, I am. I, so I, I usually like, can I pretend like nothing just happened before? And I <laughs> just be like, I'm not going to, I'm going to talk like nothing just happened on the setting up this call. But, you know, welcome to our, our show. You know, this is the Taking Off the Mess podcast. But I'm taking off the mask right now. We spent 28 minutes trying to get to the right place in the right time and the in the in the stratosphere of of of, the, of of our of our locations being in three different parts of the world, thank you for being here. Thanks for your patience. Uh, thanks for your technology patience for sure. Because um, oh, of course, I I needed it. It's part I of the deal, it. man. It's part of podcasting. We, part we've of been doing deal. been doing this too long to expect perfection every time we turn on the mic. So. <laughs> and, and, I, and I always wonder, like, man, these other people have amazing shows. They never have tech problems. I think they just don't talk about it. They so don't we're talk gonna about pretend it. like it didn't happen. Yeah. No, nope. pretend like it didn't happen. But since we're going to talk about being in alignment with what we're talking about today, we're going to just uh, let everybody in, right? So, yeah, how do you how do you stay cool and calm? Like, I I, I was like Shanti, this is where emotional intelligence goes to test, right? Because I could easily just be like. Like, like, like a no big deal, but I'd feel it. I feel like, the, I feel like, um, 
Like I have a responsibility to be professional in this moment, right? Like to have everything working, even though I have no control over any of these buttons. I, I There's pressure on the host of the party, man. Like if you're throwing a party and the music's not working and the light's not working and you know, and the, the drinks are getting warm, you start freaking out. Cause you're like, and I, and want, I want people to have a good time. But where the guests like, are like, whatever, I'm comfy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Oh, those are some good guests right there. Those are some good guests. Well, thank you two for being good guests and I appreciate you. How about this? How about you introduce yourselves? Let folks know what you want them to know about you as we jump into this conversation. Um, you can do decide who wants to go first. I said we're gonna go alphabetical or another way, but introduce yourselves and then we'll jump into these masks. We'll let Jeremy go first because oh, he always make me makes go me go first. first. Yeah, fine. All right. Uh well, my name is Jeremy Grader. I'm one of the founders of the Fitness Podcast. We've been doing this for I don't know, 5 years or so now. I've been podcasting since 2004. I worked in commercial radio for 20 years and uh you know, along the way became a, a dad to two daughters and a husband to my wife of almost 23 years now, I believe. And yeah, along that way I was making some unhealthy choices, going down a, a path that I decided I no longer wanted to go down through the a, a what turned out to be a fortunate knee injury I, I made some some different choices about the way I wanted to live my life that opened me up to experimenting with things like meditation cold plunging you know all the all the different modalities that I've done to try to get my life back in order and, and on a track that I'm you know can can be proud of can look in the mirror and be happy with who I see which is still a work in progress um, and yeah and that led us to this podcast where you know Zach and I wanted to share the struggles that we were going through to to sort of normalize the fact that it is a struggle that everything on Instagram and everything you are aspiring to be is not as easy as it often seems and so that's where sort of the the show was born from just our open vulnerable conversations we were having with each other which we thought were rare for guys to have and so that's that's how we got here and and I'll let Zach take it from there I remember the day I, I pitched the idea of a podcast to Jeremy he said hell no um, he didn't want to do that, but my name is Zach and I have, you know, the first 20 years of my life, we can, we can categorize into, um, some, some pretty decent trauma that happened, childhood trauma that, um, and through some, you know, the, the beauties of genetics, I got all the, the wonderful, you know, anxiety, depression that my mom had on top of the way I was raised, you know, just kind of perfect concoction of, you know, not doing well when I turned 20. And I spent the next 20 years of my life healing from that and making, you know, making the changes I needed to make and make sure that I broke the chain and I didn't continue that with, you know, with my daughter. And it's been a long struggle and I've learned a lot of things and I'm, you know, very analytical. So I was like, what's this new method? What's this diet? What's this therapy? What's that? Everything. I mean, I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars on blood tests and red light therapy and like just anything you can name. I've tried it. And I'm at a point where, you know, I'm, I'm the happiest and healthiest I've ever been in my life. Took a lot of work to get there, but through that was I met Jeremy. We started having these vulnerable conversations, and that was deeply healing for me. Was to know that somebody else was having these struggles. Somebody else would listen to me and not, you know, as as a guy anyway, like call me, you know, a baby or you know, like just rub dirt on it. You'll be fine. That was really, really healing. So Jeremy was in podcasting. His podcast that he was doing was was ending. And I was like, hey, we should do one and have these conversations so other guys can hear the power of vulnerability and hear how you know powerful this is. Yeah. And like I said, he said no. And he finally came around. Finally came around. And then when we got in front of the mics, he was comfortable in front of a mic. And I was I had never been on a mic before. And our, if you ever go back and listen to our first episode, it's kind of like professional Jeremy and Zach, who's like, uh, 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 uh. 
<laughs> well, it sounds fantastic right now, and thank you too for uh, coming together and making this. I when I, when, I, when I first saw your email when I when I when we were emailing back and forth, I was like, I thought it said fitness, and mm-hmm. I was like, they don't know who they're talking to. They, they, they don't want to talk to me <laughs> about fitness. Like, I, 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 this that's not the right. I don't think they meant the right show for me to talk about fitness. Like, uh, but when I when I read, I was like, when I got my glasses on, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you need some glasses, Ashanti. <laughs> oh yeah, this fits right in alignment. The fit mess. And thank you for the work you're doing. And you know, and, and this conversation, I think since you all talk a lot about what you go through, I think you know, one of the things that we can do in this conversation as we share our masks is really as we think about not only where they started for us, for us, because I, I have the masks too, right? But like what 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 work we need to do to continue finding ways to take them off, right? Like before we were able to get into this room and get all together, I was like, this is so unprofessional. I was, I had, I, I think I'm like my worst friend, you know? Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I think like how I was like, Ashanti, just stay cool. It's just okay. It's going to be fine. Like whatever. But in my mind, I have a low narrative of what, of what it feel, what it, what, what it means. Mm-hmm. And so I, I can tell myself a great story about all of these things. And I think what I do when I talk to young men who are, who are in that, that world, I'm like, tell me what you're feeling right now. Like, cause if we can be able to have better ways of naming it, I heard somebody say, if you can't name it, you can't tame it. If you're mm-hmm. like, if I can see it on your face, but you're like saying, I'm fine. I'm like, dude, your, your hands are clenched. You're, you're sweating. Like you're, something's up and you're trying to tell me you're fine. Like, I don't feel safe right here with you right now. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. if this is fine, I hate to see you when you're, when you're, when something's up, you know? Right. And how totally. do we give each other room to like, be able to talk about it, right? And I think that's important. So this is what the mask is about. So we get to share our mask here publicly and, you know, anyone else, they can share their mask privately in our, you know, with the Million Mask movement. So who would like to go first? I mean, we, we can decide who wants to go first. I think Zach's the artistic one. I would like him to share his mask first. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much that makes me like belly laugh. Like, there, he has no idea. Uh, I am not the artistic one at all, so I'm happy to share. But well, you could to say to pick the first, second person. So folded, so we only see the front first. So folded, so we only see the front, and then we make sure that we'll do the front together, and then we'll do. Or, or how do you want to do it? Do you want to do the front since you're going first, um, Zach? Do you want to do front and back together, or do you want to do just front only? Well, now it's folded, so like we can't unfold it. He's going full frontal. Full frontal. The crease is there. The magic front. The magic fold right there. All right. We're ready for you. All right. You just want me to hold it up to the camera? You (laughs) see my wonderful artwork here? (laughs) Let's see. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Right on. Now you can tell us about it, whatever you want us to know about it. Yeah. So, like, this is really... um, you know, it, it is hard to see, but like the, if you really look closely, like the grin on this is just like a kind of a sideways grin. Jeremy and I were talking about this earlier and, you know, I use, I use humor to make myself more comfortable, right? I, I'm good at throwing out jokes that mean nothing that, ha- that contribute zero to the conversation, yet everyone will laugh and it makes me feel a little bit better. So I, you know, I take a lot of comfort in being funny in that sense. And when we'll talk about the back of the mask, but like, I also present this outward appearance of being really calm. And that is very much a mask. And then there's the confident part, right? Like 
I've learned how to make other people feel like I'm confident, but on the inside, you know, the Tasmanian devil is spinning around and I don't know what I'm doing really. So, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting mask for me. Like I appear calm, confident, telling jokes and on the inside, it's very much the opposite. Thank you. Thank you for bringing in the Tasmanian devil. I, re- I remember that the cartoon, I think I liked him so much cause I wish I could like let out all the stuff I was carrying. I was like, yeah. that would be amazing to just like let it out. And then you're just like, okay, okay. Hey, I'm done. Are, are you ever scared of that though? Like I, I know for me, that's something that uh, I struggle with, especially like with anger, mm. like, like knowing how freeing it would be to be able to express that. But like the, the fear of like, how far could this go? Like, yeah. could I, could this cause harm? Right. Like yeah. if, I, if I actually, if I actually showed what this is inside, how much damage could I possibly do? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's, I mean, I was a kid watching it, so I wasn't like thinking in the, in like, I wasn't making a, a but I, as I, thought, I remember thinking about like, why I was so enjoying this tumultuous creation that this cloud of dust was making. I was like, oh, because I've had t- many times where I wanted to just throw stuff in the house, right? Mm-hmm. I knew mm-hmm. I just couldn't. Like I, I was raised by a mom who didn't play like that. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I was like, oh, if, if I just had, if I had my way, I would tear this place apart, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, so I wonder, I, it's a one, I do wonder, I, I do, I do, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of like, like, you know, you come outside, your car's been broken into, and in my mind, I'm like, I wish I could have walked out here when somebody was, you know, like, and I know it's not a healthy thought. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. my real thought, but it is not necessarily a healthy thought. It's a it's a destructive thought, right? It's a destructive thought. And so Yeah. Yeah. Zach, thank you, Zach. Who do who do you want to go next? Zach, who do you want to go next? Let's just have you go last and Jeremy can go next. I wanna okay. let's I don't want I don't want you to put up this, you know, yours that you've done a couple times here. Let's let's just put us on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I took mask a little literally, and I, and I actually put a mask on a face. If you can see that, there we go. Awesome. Nice. And it's Thank you. you know I I think you know you were talking about what we want that to express. Like I feel like I show most of it, but I hold a lot back, and that's where it's like the like it's mostly my face, but with a mask on it. And I want people to think that I'm friendly, that I care about their struggle, that I care about what they're going through, that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm helpful. I'm here for whatever you need. You know, I just, I want to be like Mr. There for you, Mr. People pleaser to a fault. Right. I think that's the mask that I wear most of the time. Mm, thank you. Okay. So uh, I don't know why today, uh, based on the fact that you two have been talking about these masks and these drawings, today I was just inspired. Like I was sitting here waiting to get this to go. And I said, like, I'm going to create something. So don't think that this is how I draw my mask all the time. I just wanted you to know, like I, I was inspired by a light, a light post, a, a lamp post. And so that's what you're going to see. So just <laughs> 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 I almost feel bad to show this mask because you're going to think that I'm like, just like, okay. Here's, here's, here's the mask. Here's the mask. So that's the mask today. <laughs> wow. I see. You just want to show up everyone else's artistic. You want to show up that you can do this while the rest of us clowns are drawing stick figures. As, and as you two were talking about the mask, I was like, oh, this is going to be awkward because I am, I today of all days, like created this. I sat here for like 20 minutes, like trying to recreate. So <laughs> here are the words, like, 
serious, caring, and passionate. Um, and I, I, I originally, you can see I scratched out a word here in between where passionate is. I originally was going to write worried. And I was like, and not that I, I think lately I have been worried a lot. And, you know, I live in Oakland, uh, California, the Bay Area. There's been a lot of um, young people out here wilding out like they're they're breaking in car. I mean, I mean, I think Oakland's always had this level of violence and like wild out outbursts of behavior. But lately, maybe I'm feeling it different or maybe I'm like sucked into the algorithm. So I'm seeing more of it. But it's like it feels like it's out of control. And so mm. I have a hard time getting gas because they're robbing people at the gas station. I have a hard time going to the ATM because they're robbing people with the ATM. I have a hard like it's almost like a constant mind th- thing that happens in the back. Yeah. And I usually don't talk much about it. But lately with some friends, I've been talking about it, which I don't usually do. So I've been like, I'm showing more of the worry of like, wow, like I didn't worry about this when I was 18. When I was 18, I was almost ruthless in the mindset. I'm not worried about nothing. But now as an mm-hmm. adult who has these dreams and goals, I'm like, I got too much work to do. To, to I have too many goals to encounter some of this stuff, you know? And so I, I, I scratch it out in the sense that I don't always show it. I don't show it a lot. I have shown it some trusted friends. So, but it was going to be there. That's what, that's the word that I was going to show. But I named that to say, I do mostly... Um, show serious and caring, passionate for this work. Um, like I think I'll, I'll talk with passionate today is like I'm 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 constantly on, you know, I'm constantly on. I was speaking to a, a friend a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, like if if I if you give me thirty seconds, I'll probably fall asleep right here. Like I could just close my I'll, <laughs> I'll just close my eye and I'll be out. Because sometimes like behind the scenes, I'm just so so tired. But I'm but I don't let people see it. I'm like. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, and then finally yeah. at the end of the night, I, I I feel for people who don't have a hard time sleeping. I feel for people who have a hard time sleeping. By the time I hit the, when I, when I finally let myself hit the bed, I, I've already, I'm already out, right? Because it's been like such a, and I've, and sometimes I don't think that's healthy. I'm trying to find another way. I'm really working on another way. So the passionate part, as much as I think it's a part of my, my, my drive to do good things, sometimes it, it, it drives me to not, do all the ways healthy things right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, that's the front of the mask that that worry is a powerful thing to to share and, and i appreciate you doing that that's i mean literally two and a half years ago i lived like that i took my kids to school every day wondering am i going to be able to see them at the end of the day you know driving in traffic for hours a day riding my bike through the street just fear anxiety terror constantly you know just ruled my life and my family and I, we finally, you know, COVID hit and everything changed. And we're like, that's it. We're not doing this anymore. We're, we're going to live a different life. And so we moved up to British Columbia from Seattle. And, uh, you know, statistically, my kids are safe here. Since we moved, I have not worried about, am I going to see them at the end of the day? Like, there's so much anxiety that came with living where we lived, living the life we lived. That now, when we do go home to visit, it's like you know, this is not like a, like an anti-America like trashing thing, but like when we cross the border, the anxiety raises of like, who on this freeway has a gun? Who on this freeway is going to do something crazy? Who am I going to encounter that is going to drastically alter my life? Yeah, we're now no, we're not safe, but statistically, there's fewer people. We live in a much more rural area. There's a ton ton of things that go into it, but our our quality of life 
is drastically improved because we decided we don't want to live like this anymore. And we made a very conscious and very difficult choice to walk away from everyone we knew, everything we'd ever been around to a place we'd you know, effectively never been to where we knew nobody and went, let's just take a leap and hope that we land you know, in a better situation. And in every measure, our lives are drastically improved because we decided that's enough. I, this is not what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I imagine if, if we think about like, as we, you were willing to tell your family that, that you were feeling these things. Like that's, I wonder how oftentimes people, men in our, that we know or we don't know, will just be like, I gotta be, I gotta pretend like I don't feel this. I gotta, I can't let people know this. So therefore they walk around on edge and maybe it even comes out sideways against their own family, but they're really stressed out and are worried all the time, but they don't have a place to talk about it. They don't feel comfortable telling them, Hey, this is what's coming up for me. Like, let's discuss this. Let's make some moves. And I, I wonder how many people are walking around on edge. And then you wonder, uh, they meet somebody else on edge. And then you have a situation that's a win, a lose, lose situation. Cause now two people who, who actually are more caring about their family's safety but they're both walking around on eggshells and they're, and just become so many more different things that happen, you know? It's all over the place with that. I mean, just as a really basic example, like my daughter, right? She will be grumpy. She will be mean. She will like have that attitude. And I know now, let's get some food in you. That's it. She does like, she doesn't even vocalize that she's hungry, Right. And then you take it to the next level of the societal norms of being a guy where you cannot say that you're worried about something or that you're scared about something or something's bothering you. You'll snap in a different way at the people you love, at the wrong people, at the person who's also ready to snap. It's, I, I feel bad that we're all raised that way to hold it in. Yeah. Yeah. I want us to jump to the back. I was going to, yeah, yeah let's, let's jump to the back. Um, do you, Zach, do you want to keep the same order or do you, how do you want to do the back? Sure. Why not? Okay. All right. Fantastic. So, all right. You tell me, I just show the, I just show the words and, yep, and that's tell, it, right? Yeah. That'd be great. All right. Let's see if we can see this. See, again, my handwriting and drawing skills did not improve much past second grade. <laughs> hey, so. I was a teacher. You, that, if you, if I could have every <laughs> student write like that, you would make my life so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> I did it slowly because I <laughs> knew you'd see it. Yeah. So my words are sensitive, introvert, and anxious. Just generally speaking, I growing up, I always felt like I was different um, in some way, shape, or form because felt things deeper. Offhanded comments would, you know, last for days and days and days for me. And I've just finally fully embraced when I was maybe 30. Like, oh, I'm actually a sensitive guy. So instead of trying to like fight against that, I've embraced it and become friends with it. And like you said earlier, name it to tame it. Once I figured that out, I was like, oh, that's where these feelings are coming from. Oh, this is why I feel like that. And back then, before that time, I like took one of the Myers-Briggs tests and I actually scored extrovert because I may have been answering based on how I was feeling or how I was trying to be. But now I've taken it again years later and I actually score introvert. and I. People don't really get that about me very often because I'm outgoing, I'm social, I go do the things, but then I crash hard and I need my recharge time. And to the, you know, to the word calm on the front of this, 
one of the earlier conversations I had with Jeremy when we were being vulnerable was when I very, the first time I told him that I'm really, really anxious, like off the charts anxious. And he was like, what? I would have never thought that. You look like a really calm dude. But in my head is the Tasmanian devil and it is spinning and spinning. And whenever it stops, if you've ever seen the the cartoon, like whenever he stops to say something, it's intelligent. You can't understand it. Like it's just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Right. And then he spins off and that's what it feels like in my head. So, you know, but people don't see that. They see this calm, confident, semi put together person on the outside. And I'll never forget that day when I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm really anxious. And Jeremy was like, you seem like a really cool dude. And I was like, oh my God, I have successfully been hiding it. That's wonderful. But you should, now you should I know it's the not pictures wonderful. Of him, when he has pictures like on roller coasters, he's just like, Whatever, uh, you know, and if there's a picture of me, I'm like, yeah! you know, but he just <laughs> stoic, like just, no, I'm good. We're, we're going 112 miles an hour upside down through a tunnel, but yeah, I'm good. Did you practice that? How did that, how did, how, how did being able to like, while it's all going haywire, Tasmanian, like that way, how are you able to settle it? Or is that how you were able to cope? How, how did you, how'd you do it? Or do you know? I don't know. I mean, it's just years and years and years of, of really, you know, I remember being in school going like, I'm having all these thoughts and feelings and I feel like I'm spinning out of control, but I can't let anyone see that. Mm. So I would just, you know, like tamper it down to, to Jeremy's uh, point on the roller coaster. One of our good friends, um, Kyla, they snapped a picture of us on space mountain. And her comment to me was everyone else is screaming. And Zach looks like he's in a meeting. <laughs> i don't know it's just how i live now like i just whatever's going through my head i look the same oh man oh man have they have these conversations made it like so so maybe that's for your own protection in that way but have you have these have having these conversations and maybe able to name it made it easier to just kind of like understand yourself or because if you're still if you're still that way like i mean I wonder maybe you say one is better than the other being spinning around or like it's calm, but it, are you, is it serving you? It is. So now, now I am. So, so the other, so the flip side to like hiding all of that, that stuff was that when I was joyful, when I wanted to laugh, when I wanted to smile, that wouldn't come out either. So I was just a stoic being. Um, once I figured out that it was anxiety and I didn't know it was anxiety until somebody told me. Then I was able to go, oh, well, that's what it is. And rather than fight against it and try and be who I'm not, yeah. I made friends with my anxiety. And I tell this story all the time. I will, I, I told my daughter the other day, when I'm being anxious, I will talk to the little part of my brain that's anxious, a little, you know, pea-sized part of your brain. And I say, hey there, thank you. Thank you. I love you. You are the best. Like, thank you so much for keeping me out of danger and trying to warn me about these things. But there's no tiger. There's no lion. We're good. We're just taking a left-hand turn into oncoming traffic with no traffic light. That's it. We're not going to die. And that changed my whole life. And now, like, Jeremy can see it because when I am sad, like, it does come out on my face a little bit more because I don't feel like I have to hide it. 
And like, even on this call, right, I'm laughing and Jeremy made me laugh earlier to my artistic ability. That part of it's coming out too. So like naming that one piece has just let me take some of that mask away. Mm, Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Jeremy, you ready? Oh, why not? Yeah. All right, here we go. Terrified, insecure, selfish, and a bonus alone. It's all kind of one thing for me, but Zach and I just literally right before talking to you, we're recording an episode where my insecurity has been on overdrive for like the last couple of weeks and it's coming out as anxiety, that Tasmanian devil in my head, just, you know, super comparison to everyone else who, you know, on the outside is just crushing it. And, and, you know, here I am this alien on this planet trying to figure out like, how do you people, I don't even like, how do you read the books? I don't, what is the language? What is the culture? How do you like talk to each other? Like, I just feel like I don't get it. You know, I'm 46 years old. I'm halfway through this, this game and I have no idea what the rules are. I can't figure out, do I go left? Do I go right? Do you roll dice? Do you spin a thing? I don't get it. Mm. And it's just, it terrifies me that I'll never figure it out. And I'll be on this sort of hamster wheel of trying to figure out like, what, how do I unlock success? What does success mean? How do I get okay with myself? How do I discover self-acceptance? You know, for the last few months, I did some really deep work banishing the negative voices in my head. And it was crazy because for months, what occupied most of my thought of you're not good enough, you suck, you're the worst. Mm. How can you keep screwing this up? You know, whatever. It was gone, totally vanished. And the absence of it was creepy because there was all of a sudden this quiet. It's like, what do I do with this space? And, you know, so Zach and I went to this conference last week. And here I am surrounded by thousands of people that are either super successful or are putting on a show that makes them seem super successful. And day by day, I'm like, I don't belong here. This is for other people. This is, this is for people that have it all figured out. I don't know. How do you talk to, talk to strangers and get to know them and network? I don't, yeah, that's for other people. I came home and there was a social event here and everyone's drinking and dancing and having a good time. And like, you know, I haven't drank in six years. I don't dance. I've never danced. It's not my thing, but I'm watching these people just living this free and easy life. And I'm going, I have chosen this harder path because it promises a better life. These people are just having the time of their lives. And I'm sitting here in an an anxious bubble, freaking out, Mm. questioning everything I've been doing for the last decade to live a better life while all these people are celebrating and having a great time and I'm suffering. And so that's like trying to figure out what is my place in this world if I don't fit in if I'm not a part of that and I don't even know how to how to be a part of it or even if I want to be a part of it I just want to be comfortable in in this meat suit and feel like you know I'm I am who I'm supposed to be and that's okay oh man you said so many things there that resonated and the the part where you talked about going into this space and being in that comparison mode I, I, I resonate. And I, and I think also what we've done with teenagers and what we, these, I love my phone, so I'm not talking, but I know that if we're not careful, if, if we as adults are not careful, if our teens are not careful, they will begin to constantly be on that scroll roll and everybody is better. Everybody has more. And I know sometimes I'm, I, I'm guilty of it too. I'm like, I can say some stuff that's kind of cool. Why am I not saying it? Well, I'm not posting it. And only recently have I been really like pushing myself and my small little team to say, we're going to put out some of this stuff that I've been talking about. And I've been like, 
making sure I'm not holding stuff back because I'm all of a sudden like, that's not good enough. Don't post that one. That actually, I, that sounds really ridiculous. Something's wrong with my my nose. Or something. I'll make up some story about what's wrong with it because I'm so worried about just being not up to par, right? And I think that fear is is real, you know, and it's powerful. And that's not, I'm I'm struggling with that right now too. And I know I'm spending too much time looking at the thing because I'm realizing how frustrated I'm getting with you know we're in, we're in self development, so we follow a bunch of self development accounts. And it is post after post of here's how you should live your life. There's no, this is my pain. This is my struggle. This is what's hard for me. I can't get past this right now. Yeah. It's all just like, here I am on the mountaintop. Come and join me. It's super simple. All you got to do is this three-step plan to live a better <laughs> life. I'm like, there's no three-step plan. It doesn't exist. It's not a mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Be a human yeah. being for a minute and show me that it's okay for this to hurt. Oh, man. Because it does. I think there's a quote that says comparison is a thief of all joy, right? And if we're and 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 in the world where people are right now, they've gotten really good at being like, my job is to convince people this message. And if we're and what I've what I've learned uh, just recently, I was like, um, something I was listening to like that. One of these people who know stuff who say they mm-hmm. know stuff. They're yep. like, don't post anything on your page that's not in line with your brand, right? right? And so the other day I was, ha- I was, I was laughing about something. It was so funny. And I was like, Oh, I can't post that. I can't be, I can't be having fun on this page. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Ashanti? You're getting sucked in. And I realized, Oh, that's what happens. Now I, I'm an adult. I got, I got my frontal lobes somewhat all fully there. I think I've had a lot of life experiences and I still sometimes get sucked into the, the messaging. And so when I, when our teenagers would do it, I, I'm really, I'm really, empathetic to say to you're so much more you're so much more mm-hmm. there's so much more to you than people can see and so i know that you're posting these things because you think everyone likes them but is that are you okay with that like is that if you're okay with that then i'm not gonna i have nothing to say mm-hmm. but if you're doing it because you're looking for a validation from the outside world of people who you're never gonna meet who could care less about whether you win or lose or success or you know whatever and I want you to just be mindful because you're going to be chasing it forever. You can never. Yeah. And I, and I, and I realize that I do it too. I realize yeah. that I don't post because I don't post things that I think are meaningful because who am I, who am I supposed to be? And I, and I think that's part of, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll that, that's part of it. And, and that's my, that's the back of mine, self doubt, fear, and then family mental health, you know, like I, I've thought for years like I should post about my brother and and the the journey that our family's going on trying to help him through this system of helping a person with mental health issues and the system is not designed to help them especially if they've been incarcerated. Mm-hmm. And so how do you help someone who is needing help who can't make really good decisions for themselves and how do you when a system says oh we'll we'll be in charge of them we'll take care of them and then you realize they don't really care about them they throw them in some little some house that it's barely held together by timbers and you're like, I can't have my brother staying here and knowing that it's not, it's dangerous for him to live with me because he doesn't make good decisions. And so all these things that you, that I want to talk about, but I'm like, who are you to be complaining? Who are you to be out here? Like you, like you're, who are you to be? Who are you to be a voice of that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I hold back and I buy and I, I'd say, okay, I won't talk about it. I'll just keep it to myself. 
Yeah. And then inside, I'm just like uh, the, the 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 Tasmanian is like, say something. Mm-hmm. This system is broken for your brother. Like you're you you he has, he has a loving family, and we have a hard time helping him because the way the system is designed. So some of these things, it's like, why do I let myself buy in sometimes to these to, to some message about somebody who I don't even know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's important too. And I don't know if this is the case for you, but it's funny how when. When I do ignore the voice that says, don't do that, that's too much, that's too far, that's not, that's not on brand, that almost always gets more engagement than the inspirational quote from my latest episode or whatever. Like when yeah. I'm just like, I'm hurting right now and everyone's like, oh my God, yeah, me too. And I'm sorry you're going through that. And it just, it piles on. But when I'm like, live life to the fullest, crickets. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, yeah, I've learned I learned a long time ago the only time you should really hold that back is when you've had a couple too many drinks. Always <laughs> always hold those ones back. <laughs> but just to your point of like of just like talking, like keeping that stuff inside. Jeremy and I talked about this a while back where like there's a level of complaining that you should do that everyone should do. Even if that complaining can't fix the problem, even if like it leads to no solution, the pure fact of just venting, like there's a lot of power in that, Mm. so much power in vocalizing what's going through your head. Getting that Tasmanian devil out and vocalizing it will actually give it words. Well, I mean, there's science behind this where like you use different parts of your brain and you can process things better. So, to anyone who is going, I can't, I'm not going to complain about that because I can't do anything about it and no one's listening. No, it's making a huge difference in your brain. So I always encourage people, let it out. Just get it out there. If you can't do anything about it, yes, you'll have to stop at a certain point because then, you know, everyone will, will scoff at you, but <laughs> get it out there. It's, it's, it's amazing how, how much, how, how much of a difference that can make, even if you can't do anything about it. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. And I think that's what the message we tell our young people is like, sometimes it's just like, we need to vent, you know, in my men's circle, you have an option. You can come in as a one, you want to vent or you want two, you want advice or three, you want similar, like the venting is an option because we just sometimes just need to just like, imagine a space where I can just like erupt in a loud roar, but I can't do it at home. Cause yep. that's going to scare people and that's going to create some breakages. Right. So I need a space where I can just go and be like, okay, I just need a vent. It's going to sound, it's going to be a little messy right here, but let me just get this out. And I'm just like, wow, whatever I need to do, say, or be in that moment, I need to let the, let Taz out a little bit. And I'm, I, I appreciate you bringing that, that to this, to this space. Cause I think, uh, I, I'm trying. I'm gonna go watch a cartoon today. I'm gonna go watch him. <laughs> I think when you talked about him, he stopped and he's unintelligible. Cause sometimes it's like, that's like, yeah i don't need you to hear me i just need i just need to let it out and now i can go about my business you know now i can get back to what we need to do you know absolutely yep man i listen i want to so i have two thoughts in my mind like i want to talk a lot more and i also need to respect your time because we we honor we honor people's time time is valuable and so what i would really want to make sure people can do is do this is there any as you all are thinking about the show you make, but as you're thinking about this work in the world, is there any message you want people to to take with them? Um, we, we'll give, I want you to tell about your show in a second, but I want to like what message would you tell people to 
I think you just gave one like, hey, if you think that you're the only one that you like, you got to talk it out, let it out. Like that's a beautiful message for people, a tangible one, right? It's easy to do. It's like I, I can, if I'm willing, I can do that. It's not like climb the mountain and hang off with a crystal on the edge of the, you know, and you'll be all fine. It's like, this is, I can do this, right? I may need to find people I can, can I just vent with you all for a while? I don't want to fix it. I don't want you to fix it. I just need to be able to vent. So what, 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 what do you say to folks like who may come to you and say, I've been feeling that same thing. What, how, how do you, how do we support people? I think Jeremy will probably fill in the back half of this, but you know, I think for me, it's, it's about curiosity of yourself and being wrong. And, and I know nobody likes to be wrong. We like to be right. I mean, I've been in arguments where I will argue that I was right about something about 20 minutes after I realized I was wrong, uh, just to prove the point. Nobody likes to be wrong. However, like really being curious about yourself and asking those questions of why do I do this? Like, why do I go to the cupboard when I'm feeling stressed? Why do I you know, yell in this certain situation? Why do I get like, and really getting deep and curious about those things and then being okay with the fact that whatever you believe, whatever's leading to that, you can be wrong about it. And the moment that you realize that you're wrong, that's a powerful moment because then you can make a change to a different choice. Man. Yes. Thank you. I think the thing that I would pile on with that is just, you know, just going back to one of my words alone, you're not, we're all fighting through this. Nobody's got it figured out. No matter how much it looks like they've got it put together right now, I might look like I've got it all put together and I'm, you know, I'm a mess today. My head is winning the battle. The, the voices are, are back. They're loud. They're telling me all the things that I believed for years and I'm trying to make friends with them, acknowledge whatever it is that they're trying to keep me safe from or whatever their goal is. I don't know, but I do know that I'm not the only one that feels this way. I know there are people fighting this battle every day. That is ultimately, you know, Zach mentioned that I was hesitant to, to do this show. I felt like I'm not the expert. I'm not the guru. I'm not the one to lead someone on this mission, but the idea that we could create a community and normalize the struggle, normalize the pain, whatever it is you're going through, that's what drives us. That's what keeps coming, keeps us coming back to the mic is just trying to help people remember and realize that they are not alone in whatever, you know, journey they're on to improve their lives. And thank you, Jeremy. I want to thank you for being here. Zach, thank you uh, for being here on the show. Jeremy, I want to tell you, I appreciate your words. And I think you realizing that for yourself, that if you're the person that people are coming to, sometimes it's hard to sometimes to know how we can go and let it out too. I, I, I want to just encourage you to keep speaking about it. And, you know, and now I, we know we only met each other today. So thank you for being a part of this conversation and trusting me with your story and, and your truth and your mask. I'll do my best to take care of it. Well, and, and you're not alone. Like I, I, I resonate with many of the words you shared as well. And I think if we can recognize that we are not alone, not just as a cliche, but as a fact of reality. Then we realize, oh, wow, maybe there are more people actually I could connect with. And so thank you for being a part of this movement with us. Will you tell folks how they can find your show? What ways you want them to connect, follow? We're, 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 put, we'll put all this in the show notes. So tell folks the best ways for them to get in touch. Super simple. Whatever you're using to enjoy this right now, look for The Fit Mess with an M. 
uh, on whatever podcast player or YouTube, whatever you're using, uh, or check us out at our website, thefitmess.com. Well, thank you for being here. Thanks for your patience in the mid in the beginning. Thanks for letting us have this conversation. And I hope what we can do is normalize. Like we don't need to spend forever to really make space for people. If if we're willing to listen, mm-hmm. then we can do it in a short amount of time where both people or both parties, you, Zach and Jeremy and myself can just say, I'm here to listen. I'm here to be a part of this conversation with you. So thank you. And thanks for being patient for the timing. Folks, we have, we have worked hard to make this show happen for you. I've been looking forward to talking to these two for a while. And um, as you know, life hits in lots of ways and when we least expect it. So thanking you for being on the show. Folks, we shared our masks here publicly. You don't have to share yours publicly. You can make yours anonymously at millionmasks.org. And we appreciate you for being a part of the show. Take care, everybody. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Zach. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. The Taking Off the Mask podcast is produced by Ryan Louie and graphics by Kelly Wong. Guests are managed by Dan Paloma, and the podcast is edited by Samuel Matingo. We'd like to thank everyone who's been a part of the creation of this podcast. And for every guest that's been a part of the show, you are now a part of the Taking Off the Mask family. The Taking Off the Mask podcast is brought to you by the Ever Forward Club. And if you like what you've heard today, please subscribe, write a five-star review, and share this with someone. We look forward to having more conversations that matter. And please remember, there's more to you than anybody can see by just looking at you.